you've heard the sound, that is time to gather around the water cooler. And we're doing it this week for the first three episodes of season three of Titans, which all dropped this week. My name's Anthony. I'm joined by Sevi. Hello. And we're going to jump into this straight away because we have a lot to talk about. There's a bit. There's a bit to unpack. Three episodes have dropped. And I'm just going to jump straight off the bat and say, man, that I think we're going to be coming into this from different perspectives because you've got a little love for Deathstroke, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. This season so far is the best Titans I've seen. I liked the first season. I liked the second season more than the first season. I'm loving this third it's, season. It's getting better. But it's, see, see, not only Deathstroke, but you've got, we got Superboy in season two. But we still got him in this season. No, but we got him. Like that's where he showed up. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. So it's sort of, and we got Nightwing in season two. There's a lot of yeah. lot in season two that we got that okay. we're not going to get. I'm gonna, you know what I mean? I'm going to say it this way. Okay, right? okay. What are you doing? What I'm loving about Titan season three is that they've changed the way it's shot, and it is gorgeous. It's beautiful, and they've changed the soundtracks. They've got music drops. They've got um. Like there's, they've done more to the soundtrack in that they're tying it into the actual physical. I want to say, funny you just said that, physical. That's that's a good word for where I want to go with this, physical. Yeah. Brandon Thwaites is huge. huge. He is bloody huge. Every time, every time he you see him and he crosses his arms, the size yeah. of the man's forearms are massive. He's do- no, so in that perspective, he's doing a thing where he's putting his hands behind his biceps as well and making them look. I'm bigger, not, look- he I'm not looking at the biceps. I'm not looking at his biceps. It's the his guy forearms. Huge. He has doubled Same in as- size not since only the that, first season. Um, oh, why have I, I don't have. Oh, I forgot his name. Superboy. Oh yeah, Connor. Yeah, he's doubled. Yeah, in size, like he is even massive. Um, Alan Hawk. Oh, Alan Richardson. He's huge. He's always no, big. He, but... he, he, no, he, he's tripled in size, and that's because of Reacher. That's right, yeah. you got to remember, he's filming Reacher now, mm. so he's going to be a giant. He's six yeah. foot four, just brick shithouse of man, yeah. and he is. Um, so, uh, we'll I'm, I'm going to put it out there. From, spoiler, uh, alert, spoiler alert for episode three when we break it down. That's America's ass right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Correct look, me so if I'm wrong. I'm not. I, I look. I'm going to approach this in saying that we're going to treat all three of these episodes as just a story right now because well, it is. We could break it down and say, "Oh, this happened episode one's episode," but I think we're going to get confused because we watched them all back to back, and, and things happen between them. It's not just back to back. This is perfect storytelling where it's one story from episode to episode. Like it's not you're not getting bad guy of the week, bad guy of the week, blah blah blah. It's a movie broken up. It's Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's they're Loki, us, and they're giving us a nice arc as well to follow. It's it's um, perfect. Look, I'm going to jump into this by saying I was keen for this, but you know I could take it or leave it. Um, first episode hooked me real hard. You know and what then, hooked me on the first step? What's that? It was Nightwing when he shows up. And he has the fight on the gantry against those guys. Yeah, where he electrocutes the. Not no, no. It's not what he does. It's not what he does when fighting. He smiles. 
Like he, that's Nightwing. He is smiling and having fun while fighting. Um, and then and then doing things like that, like he's electrocuting the stuff like that, and he's we got he's doing flippy, flippy dick in this as well. Oh, mate, how mate. good was that? When it happened, I told him, "I'm like flippy dick." <laughs> <laughs> Did you then pull your pants down or what? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> oh, it was like, so good. Well, um, no, so welcome I to your third s- child, Starfire. Yep, um, her costume's gorgeous. She looks amazing. Her costume is gorgeous. But I'm, I want to talk about her quickly because you just mentioned about Dick smiling while fighting. Mm-hmm. She, I feel like she, this is the most coriander I've seen so far. She's having fun. She is. You know? They and, all are. And that, but that character of Starfire is such a joyful character. Mm. And that's what I've been missing. Yeah, she's been a bit down in the dumps, and she's going to continue. So she's going to go back to being down in the dumps because there's things going on with her, as oh, we've definitely. seen. And those things going on, I'm not fully understanding. If I'm honest, it's Blackfire. Yeah, it's got to be Blackfire or something, but it's really weird. No, 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 she, no. She's getting. I think what's happening with Blackfire is coming through to her. Yeah, like because you're seeing her like, being wheeled like down linked. on a on a thing, and I think Blackfire's being caught. You reckon? I th- I don't know. I could be wrong, but I reckon oh, her okay. what she's seeing is getting transferred into Starfire. Yeah, fair point. Because I thought maybe that was what happened to her before we saw her in season one. It could be. The missus said the same thing. Yeah, but no. But I, I don't know. I I think it might be Blackfire's coming. Across I just think and- Blackfire is too powerful to be caught. Like we would have heard about it. But anyway, um, unless it was like you know Argus or someone, then we wouldn't have. But. Amanda so anyway, so that I mean, we've pretty much covered Coriander's story in the first three episodes there, anyway. But I'm loving how much she's smiling. I'm loving seeing that character more as the Starfire that I know and love, kind of thing. Like that. And Su- Superboy's not being as dumb. He's starting not just to not being as dumb. We're really seeing the Lex brain. Yeah, and in the third episode, they did something where. But I mean, it's not even the Lex brain. Like Clark, people don't realize how smart Clark is. Of course, but the man can Lex, read a book in Lex a flash. Is smarter. Oh, hundred percent. You know, and that's so. If you're going to say where do you get your brains from, it's it's got to my be dad. Lex. my dad. My yeah. dad. <laughs> Which way, dad, you've mate? You've got two dads. dads. Um, <laughs> now, what they did in the third ep for Connor is something that it's a trope that I've seen done before and I reckon it was really subtle in this one. But you know when you get a really super-powered, overpowered character who could probably solve your problem in an instant? You use him for something else. You have to distract him. Yeah. You get him to build something that needs to be built really quick. Yeah. So while he's doing that, you're thinking, man, he could have just gone and taken that dead man switch in half a second. From like, anyway, we'll jump to that later. But that was written in a way that didn't feel like he was being sidelined. No, that's right. You're using for you know something I mean? else, especially when they built the a, tension a, and drama, a greater purpose, it, and everything moved in that in that flow. He I was mean, still doing something that no one else could do. Superboy probably could have saved Hank. Like, are we going legit. straight there? Are we? Well, he could. I'm, well, you've you've got me there, so I'm like, he could have just 
I don't, yeah, no, I don't know. We'll talk about it later. All right, so we'll hold <laughs> off on that. So, all right, let's just, I mean, I didn't say we're going to do episodes, but the first step, we got Barbara introduced Gordon. to Barbara Gordon. So first episode was called Barbara Gordon. Let's have a look at that. It's sitting at an 8.4 rating. I love this character. Like what she's doing with this character, the interaction, iteration, iterations, interactions she's having with Dick. Savannah Welch. Savannah, she's incredible. Yeah. She's doing she so really well. Is. Now, we spoke about this previously. Savannah Welch, the actual actress, uh, lost her leg in a car crash. Right? Which yep. is interesting because the whole time I'm seeing her in a wheelchair, I'm only seeing one leg. And I'm like, yeah. hey, have you cross- are you crossing your legs? Yeah. Or are they not having you wear your prosthetic? I can't tell and it's driving me nuts. Because Do we I'm know? Because me, me and the missus were talking about it. Do we know where, how far down she lost it from? The, the actress? Yeah. Has she lost it from the hip? Did she lose it halfway down the thigh? From the no, knee? Halfway down the thigh from what I've seen. Okay. Because she, that's where she, I'm pretty sure she attached, attaches her prosthetic. Okay. Yep. Well, yeah, um, you'd have to. You'd have to if you got a prosthetic. You're not going to have it from the hip gone because then you're not going to be able to wear a prosthetic at all. Yeah, so she does wear prosthetics. Yeah. Um, but that's like I'm just going to say like they've cast her really well, not just with the like because in the comics it's a spinal injury that puts yeah. her in. She gets shot in the spine. Yep. Now in this, she does say that she was shot. She says the Joker shot me. Before the Joker shot me, she says that. Yep. Um, now, I'm still not sure if she has both legs. I, I can't tell. <laughs> like, I'm no, watching she this. She's, she's only got one. I'm only seeing one, but then I'm like, is she crossed it over? Is the skirt covering the other one? I don't know. Anyway, um, she's incredible. You know, like who else what is incredible? She's bring, what she's bringing to this character. In terms of the amount of, um, I know you're about to go there, but I want to just harp on this just a little bit longer because the physicality she's bringing to this character, without, I believe she was Batgirl and walking around is incredible. Like I believe she was a badass. How much strength is she projecting? Yeah, you know, and Dick is like, you're my match, you're my equal. You know, it's. It's all, and the chemistry these two have is awesome too. Like you believe something's there. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's and especially when she does the whole I, I stood down everyone for you. That wasn't professional. I shouldn't have done that, but I did it because it was you. Because she loves Dick. Mate, who doesn't? Um <laughs> too far. <laughs> I don't know. Is that a double entendre? I don't I don't know where you're going with this. Any anywhere you want. Uh, <laughs> it's your birthday, mate. Whatever you want. <laughs> your beauty. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so so where was I going before? You said you know where I'm going. Where am I going? Physicality? No. That's what we said no. We were Mr. Mr. J. Lasergo, also known as go. Tim Drake. Yes. Very so we got a good. little bit of Tim Drake, and then we got none of Tim Drake, and then we got none. So he's been introduced. He's there. Yeah, we, we know, know he's, he's there. We know he's a big Batman fan. I and I loved him. Him seeing that. All right. Well, let's just get. Let's just jump back to the start here. That whole bit with the cops. Oh, he's yeah. just a guy in a rubber suit, and then he's like, "It's not rubber." Mm. And the cops like, "What?" <laughs> and he's like, "Oh no, it's fine." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, oh, you're a champion." 
had given the the just dirty dumplings cops. to move it on. Uh, Gotham, it's oh, Gotham, man. I hope I am hoping that when he becomes Robin, that those cops show up again. Yeah, and he beats the shit out of him or something like that. Catches him doing something. Who knows? Yeah. Um. I I now, hope that happens. His his face when he sees the Joker has killed Robin. Like his cousin being like, "Oh well, you know, oh no, more crime in Gotham." And then his mum, "I'm sorry for your loss." Because she knew he, he took it hard. Yeah. His it his face sad. there that was awesome. He's uh, he's he, a brilliant actor. I, I, it, he sold everything for me. Everything that he was doing, I buy a hundred percent. Now, he wasn't. Was he in the database that? I don't. That, that think database so. of Robins that blew me away. The Carrie Kelly that blew me away. <laughs> I was like, my, and then the rest of them. Yeah, I was like, the fact what that the hell, Bruce is just like. Because we've seen before, like in the past, like Robin's a more happenstance. Like he finds an orphan or he finds, he just happens to find these people. No, he isn't. He's bloody going out there in the world looking for him and cataloging them <laughs> until one dies and he can replace them. Yep. I want to take I- it back to the first episode again, man, and just say Ian Glenn is amazing. He's wicked. He is weird. There was a bit there. He said something. He he said a, he said a sentence, and I'm like, "You legit sound like animated Batman." Mm. Like his voice, almost he almost sounded like Kevin Conroy. I'm like, "What the hell? Where did that come from?" What I love about the Batman we've got here is that he is jaded. He's broken. Like he's he is- not. The perfect Bruce Wayne. and He is the Dark Knight Returns. Mate, we're not getting the perfect Bruce Wayne because so much time has passed. You would not be the perfect Bruce Wayne if you've been through everything Batman has been through at this point. Um, I just love how it turns out that Jason died and he just sort of brushes it off. Yeah. And then everyone's like, no, you have to deal with it. It's like, no, Bruce doesn't deal. No. Yeah. No, that's not what Bruce would do. Bruce would move on and he'd find the next because the crime doesn't stop. Mm, he can't, he can't, stop. he can't sit, yeah, he can't sit there and just sulk but, and be upset about it. He's got to just keep going forward. But the hard thing is that he's broken. He's seemingly broken now. Yeah. Because they made him face it. Yep. And it's Dick who made him face it. The blood's really hard to get out. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow. Well, you don't have Alfred to clean that anymore, do you? You've got to do that yourself. How sad is it hearing that Alfred's dead? Well, you heard about that in the first season, I think it was. I know, but you're still kind of like, you know, you just expect, like, because Alfred always had, like, another Alfred take over from him. You know, like, he's got, like, this is, uh, like, he's died, but then, like, his brother would rock up to, like, take over. They did it in one of the movies as well, but they've done it in a lot of the comics. Hmm. where they want to be able to use the kill-off Alfred emotional payoff without actually losing Alfred. Yeah. Well, that's you know? where like they did it in The Dark Knight Rises, where he just left. Yeah. He just basically said, no, Bruce, you're wrong. You're not doing the right thing. I'm out of you. Yeah. Yeah. Which was um, very sad in that movie. That was like one of the best and worst parts of that movie. 
Oh, of course. And Lucius Fox did the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, but back to back to Titans because there's a lot to get into Titans, yeah. Um, Robin, so Jason Todd, we see him doing a doing, lot in this in the first couple of episodes. So he's, Doing drugs. He's doing some kind of drugs. He's um, going through going through a lot, isn't he? And this is where they said where they left off in that instead of helping him when he needed the help, they sent him to Batman. So they've sent him back to Batman because they didn't want to deal with him. Yep. And now we're seeing the fallout of that, which is that Batman isn't there to fix people. No. Well, Jason finds the Joker. He's finally got a lock on him, rings Bruce, and Bruce says, stand down, which yeah. is what he should have done. He should have just stood down. Oh, definitely, yeah. But he's he's impatient. He's he's up there. There's a lot of times in this in this show where things happen where you're like, oh, man, just, just stop. What are you doing? Yeah, you're getting too emotional. It's Jason Todd there. It's Hank trying to deal with Jason later. Mm. And then it's Dove. Um, and we'll get there, obviously, but which we don't see till the second episode in Red Hood. Yeah. So, first episode, we see them. Uh, yeah. So we we get introduced to Barbara Gordon. She's bringing Dick in to um, consult. Yep. And they get told that the Scarecrow is their consultant. That's the second That's- episode. The first, second, oh, they're all blurring together for me anyway. Um, that's your storyline there because um, we start seeing the whole Red Hood gang thing happening. Yep. Um, now, that's a nod to the comic and they are saying that that's a nod to the Joker's past. Yes, which means, which is what I said to the missus, I said that means that the Joker's real name is Jack Napier mm-hmm. because that's where that goes. Because he so was with, a member he, of he got the... Put, he got put into the Red Hood and then Batman... Dropped him into the Ace Chemicals, I believe. Yep, yep. Yeah, the the, the big vat, and yep. then he became the Joker from that. So that's a cool little little thing they did there. Not only that, going into because episode one was sort of more just an introduction mm. into the character, bringing the characters back in. It wasn't until episode two when things started happening. But we so also you get got- Red Hood showing up. You get him. You get the group of mob members around the table. Yep. Discussing that Batman's just killed the Joker and that one of them goes, well, I'm not going to sit around here. I'll, I'll come back and meet up with you when one of you are dead because mm. the Batman's now killing people. And then you hear that voice. And it almost sounds like Jensen Ackles as well <laughs> because this is directly from Under the Red Hood. Yeah. With what happens here, it is it is done. Per- I knew exactly where this was going, and then when he throws the bag, I'm like, I said, she goes, Mrs. goes, what's that? And I said, we because we literally just watched Under the Red Hood last week, mm. and I'm like, that's a bag of heads. That's all their lieutenants. And then when oh, they man. open the bag and pull she, it out, and it's you, like, well, oh, you go, wow. oh, your heads up, because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not you. I don't deal with puns. Don't lose puns, your head here, but puns aren't my life. Right. Look, I don't want to get ahead of you. I'm not going to put it on bag. a T-shirt. <laughs> Sorry. But I, I knew it was coming and then it was like, oh, wow. And then he's just gone, I run this. I'm like, yeah, you do. 
Yeah, you yeah. do. You do run this midget Red Hood. <laughs> Mitch, that's the bit that's lost me. Little boy. If I'm honest. Like, I still I can't, him, I can't. When they grab showed it, him I... first where he was standing, I was like, oh, yeah, no worries. But anytime he's actually standing close to someone, like when he was fighting Nick, I was like, oh, you're tiny. He <laughs> should be compared to Dick now. He's taller than Dick. In the comics, he like, should be. Yes, Red Hood is 6'4. Yeah. He's but the tallest that, of the now Robins. That Dick is like not only tall, but super buff. And then you got this little skinny red hood motorbike helmet fighting here. It's like, oh. Yeah. That I love first the fight voice. pretty much went the way we thought it was going to go. Like, I, was... I absolutely love the voice. I love the quick draw of the guns that Red Hood's got. Yeah. Like, how quick he just snaps and starts shooting. It's like, oh, you are awesome. I love the, um, the breaking of the mask of the, the hood with the yep. baton. That yep. was great. Because now we're going to have a crack in the mask, which is awesome. No, I think he said no. He's got a new helmet. Oh, did he redo it? Yeah, he's redone oh, it. Cause you see it in three when he pulls yeah. the face plate off. That's he right. pulls the front face plate off, and you've got all his hair. It's like okay, so if you got to put that face plate back on, all your hair is getting trapped in that groove. It's not gonna be comfortable. No, you're gonna have hair sticking out between the two parts where the helmet joins, and you're gonna look like an your idiot. Vision, you're just you are all over the place, idiot. man. You should have cut your hair. <laughs> yeah, should have shaved his head. That's yeah, the way to go. Um, now, obviously, all right, so we'll just keep going with this line. So we've got, this is the story we're following. We're following the Red Hood. Um, Dick now knows that the Red Hood is Jason. Is Jason. Um, Jason's using chess and clues and everything like that to just try set up stuff. What's really interesting is before, um, when they first go to Scarecrow, and Scarecrow does his first little bit of, oh, I don't know, it's probably this. The first thing he says is he's jealous of Nightwing. Right? Yep. And that's before he knows anything. That's before anyone knows that it's Jason Todd. That, you know, I thought that was great because he he hit the nail on the head and Dick dismissed it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I thought that was brilliant. Um, let's talk about Scarecrow for a second. So Mr. Stoner. Very good. He just wants his good weed. Um, Helps him think. Yeah. Do we think there's more to him? Don't know. Like, is he pulling strings is what I want to know. I don't, I don't know. I don't. At the moment, it doesn't seem like it. It doesn't seem like he's gaining anything out of it. Except his weed. Yeah, I think he's just getting what he wants in jail and that's sort of it. Like, I don't, I don't see a grander scheme going on. Usually you can see them coming, but that I don't. I can't see what he can gain out of it. Look, if you know what I mean, he might he might gain freedom, maybe. And but then he's just going to get put back in. Nightwing will put him back in, so it won't matter. But if Red Hood gets him out, like if that's part of the deal, Red Hood gets him out and kills him. Yeah, that's, that's what would happen. Man. Yeah, because he's Red a bad Hood's... guy. Red Hood's going to kill bad guys. That's what he's there for. Oh, but he's running a criminal organization now. Yeah. But he's like, not. He's gonna. He he's doing? gonna kill he's the bad guys. Place, you know. Um, which is it's it's really saying something about his character because his character's coming across real ADHD. Um, I feel like to make him the Red Hood though, they've really stepped up everything about Robin here, about Jason Todd. I like from everything they showed us in the first seasons of him there. It's like they go like, and now he's an expert in chemistry, chemistry, and now he's an expert in this, and now he's a, 
Yeah. Like before he was just a street kid who was good on motorbikes and a, a fighter. Yeah. It'd be a hothead. They've done a real fast and furious on it. Yeah, like he's he's really stepped up and it's like I get it, he's trained with Batman, but It sort of yeah. makes sense in a way when you when you do say it like that though. Yeah. He has trained Pretty, with the best. He has, but how much chemistry has he learned? You know? But yeah. he went back for a month and he's a chemistry expert now. Yeah, like, I didn't point. think intelligence was Jason Todd's strong point. No. You know, and but Red Hood it is. He's supposed to be tactical, he's supposed to be all those things, but it's anger that drives yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's pure pure anger. Yeah. Um and his anger gets him into trouble a lot of the time because he's not thinking straight. Now so let's go into the gambit here. So he sets his trap and then calls Hawk in yep. episode three. Episode now, three. So all the Titans have come to San Francisco. Yep. Because they're going to help out. Um, oh, we did get Gar. We had that little scene where they wanted Superboy's autograph and not Gar's. And yeah. then Gar's looking at other animals to say, well, maybe I can turn into other things. Good. And Hurry they gave me hope. It. Yep. I was like, yes, please do that. I would like you to be other things because that, that, that's your power set. I don't care how hard the CG is, do it. <laughs> so we get we get that little bit of Gar trying to improve and then Gar gets kind of relegated again. Weird scene where he's kind of having a conversation with Raven without her being there. Yeah, and that was odd. I didn't understand that. She's off trying to bring Donna, Donna back. back to life. Yep. So did she go to Themyscira? Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. So we haven't seen anything about that yet. She's train trains with the Amazons. Yeah. Um from what I've seen in the background, and this is gonna play into the next part as well, is that she's actually filming a different show right now or a different movie when this was filming. So I don't know how much of this is story versus how much of it is they didn't have access to the actress. And that plays into kind of what's happened to and I accidentally said it while we were watching it um Alan I'm oh, sorry Hawk Alan Richardson Hawk pops up and I said look how big he is I said man he's he's really worked hard for that Jack Reacher body and Lyra goes oh no he's doing I, something else I I said to the missus I said he's gonna die yeah I said and it was when he was being a cop and he's being too nice yeah. He's trying to be the good guy and get back in her good books. Mm-hmm. And I said, he's going to die. He's dead. Now, and then it looked like he wasn't going to die. Now, we called it as well, but there's a difference between calling something and then not just it happening, but how it happens. Mm. And that's the shift here. So you can see something coming. And when it comes, you go, oh, man, I knew that was going to happen. But how it happens then impacts the characters and you don't see that coming how that plays out. So oh, let's get to that. Okay, so we learned that firstly he gets that phone call from Jason Todd saying he just wants to talk. The Make him jump through that, all these fucking hoops. The timing of that phone call though was really interesting because he's just gotten all hot-headed, walked off, and 
said that if he gets alone with him, he's going to kill him. Yeah. He's the only one on the team on that headspace and then he gets that call. Yep. Did you guys think that perhaps Red Hood has some kind of listening device in that mansion still? I thought about it. Right? I did think about it, yeah. Because that timing was too... Yep. It was too tight. I thought about yeah. it. I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe not. And it was too tight to the point of, you know when in TV, I hate this in TV shows, when they're talking about something and they're like, oh, well, let's see if there's anything on the news about it. They turn on the TV and it's the exact news report is right on yeah. at that moment. Like, that doesn't happen, guys. Yeah, in reality, right. you'd be like, oh, everything on the news. Dick, oh, they're talking about footy right now, but maybe they'll mention something soon. You know? Um, or they turn on the radio in the car and they're talking about it straight away. That felt like that thing. Like two, but then in this universe, you're like, it could be, it can't be a coincidence, but it could be planned. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I just, I feel like maybe we're going to find out that Jason Todd has listening devices in, or cameras in. He'd have to. It'd be smart. And he's yeah, already well, smart. Bruce does. Bruce is yeah. already there. The cameras and all that are already there. Yeah. So Jason's just got to hack into it. That's it. And Jason's already using cameras to his benefit by yeah. the um, the guy he had to take him out of the morgue. Yep. Now, we don't know what's happened with the morgue. We know that Bruce saw a body. He didn't bury a body, but he saw a body at some point. Someone's brought <sighs> him back to life and it's not Raish. Yeah, they said that Raish not. Yeah, so they're using, and that's what threw me off. They're they're using someone, they're using someone else that's done it, and I'm like, oh, I don't like that, but whatever. Mm. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll see what they go with. Could be Talia, maybe. Who knows? Um, Anyway, so that that's what we kind of got there. We know he's been brought back. We don't know how they've left that. He makes Hawk jump through a bunch of bunch of bloody strip off, swim through there, make sure you don't need tracking devices, all that kind of stuff. And then sends him back with a explosive. detonator, a EKG explosive. detonator, which is apparently a Wayne Tech yes. device. Why would Turns you need that? It was that? Crea- created by Bruce. Yeah, <laughs> but there it is, and it goes by Hank's heartbeats. Yeah, so he's got a certain amount of heartbeats before it goes boom. Yeah, crazy, absolutely. So crazy. by doing that. Jason then offers to deactivate it if Dick steals gold bars from the bank for him. Mm. But Dick's like, no. He's like, you don't want those. I'm not doing that. There's no need. I can wire you the money right now. You You don't need us to look bad. Yeah. You're just trying to throw us on a goose chase. So Dick ends up making Connor get in charge of creating. The deactivator for it. Yeah. They've got so the schematics jumps for it. on that and we get to see him really sciencing it up, which is cool. And going super, hand, super hands, mixing both yeah. of his dads together in one hit. He is. We see him... Oh, how great is Crypto in this as well? Oh, Crypto's sad. right there with with Hank. Hawk the whole time. Um, go, Hawk go, and, go heat vision me up some hot dogs. Yeah, that was fantastic. <laughs> and then he um, goes... Hawk and Dove have a little moment, which I thought was very poor. Mm. Like your heart rate would have gone through the roof, mate. Yeah, that, <laughs> I, I said. The, I said the exact same thing. 
I'm like, well, now his heart rate's going to go up. You're, you're killing the guy. Yeah. At least he like, goes out having fun, I guess. Yeah. I mean, can you blame him? They're both going <laughs> to go out together. And but, no, I can't blame him. She's hot. Yeah, but you look at it in the background. The hot, they kept My showing God. the screen in the background. I'm like, it's not even moving. No. Like, what's he's going on with to, this guy? He's learned how to just control himself. Yeah. He's a, he's a unit of a man. You'd have to. Um, <laughs> Around her, you would. God damn. Yeah. My God. Anyway, um, then we have... So we had that little moment there and you start seeing like the writing gets on the wall pretty fast. If you've watched enough of these shows, you know, you're like, oh no, this isn't looking good for Hank. Well, no. You see, you watch a lot of these shows, you think, oh, they're going to save it at like four heartbeats left and they'll yeah, stop and it. And it was coming down to it. It was coming down but to it. So what we got... Dove goes ahead and steals the truck. Says, yep, steals the bars. Do this anyone? We do everything I can to save Hawk. Meets she up gets with Jace to the meeting with Jace, and he's holding a detonator with a dead man switch. He says, "All you have to do is shoot me from there, and it'll drop the detonator, which will save your boyfriend." Even that moment, you're like, "Why does he want to die? He doesn't want to die." I, I see. I just thought he wanted to see if she had it in her to yeah. do it. Like, obviously, there would be no bullets, but I just thought the gun would go click, and he'd go, "Yeah, no, cool. You're willing to go there," and then he would have let it go. Yeah. But that's not what happened at all. Old Nightwing oh. shows up and he goes, oh, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> it's like, oh well. Now amazing. we're getting a punch on. Yeah. Um, but the punch the- on was between the wrong people. So Nightwing's trying to stop her from killing Red, Red Hood. Yep. Red Hood's just standing there watching them fight. I like old mate Kang watching the Lokis go at it. Just having a great um, time. Yeah, everything's going great for him. Hank's waiting for rescue, essentially. Connor, nick of time. You're like, yes, it's going to happen. Nightwing tells Donna. I love the way he took off. Just Sorry. Yeah, tells Hawk. Sorry. Sorry, Dove. It's safe. And she still pulls the trigger. Yep. And that's Which what turns out me. to be the detonator. Yeah. Brilliant switcheroo by Jason there. Brilliant. And how great's that moment where she's just like, what just happened? He's like, you just killed him. That was the detonator. But It's like, oh, well. That, well. that disconnect for her where she's like, because they're just standing there. They don't know anything's happened. Just a wow, 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 wow. Yeah. <laughs> moment is what that was. Connor getting to the door as it blows. Oh, that was just straight Superman. Man, that, that was that was that was that was heartbreaking. That it's the same with Clark when he's in the courthouse and the bomb goes off and he just he's just like, well, standing there shit. while the fire's going. What do I do? Hawk singing right before it happens. Yep. That crypto walking out of the flames. Entire sequence broke my heart. Yeah. Well, the miss the missus. The missus cried with it. Yeah, uh, mine, it was, mine she was said it was. Well. Crypt, she said crypto made it worse when he walks oh, yeah. out and then licks his hand. Yeah, <sighs> I couldn't believe they did it. Well, in a way, I can believe they did it because Jack Reacher. Yeah, and that's what, that's why they did it. Yeah, that's what still, brings me solace in this dark time. So we can keep as Reacher. But the way they did it, they could have done this off screen. Because that's what I that's what I said to the missus. I said, because we legit just watched when she was putting together the Batmobile. Mm. I was watching the first Jack Reacher. Yeah. So she got a bit of a taste of what 
Jack Reacher is. And I said, now we're going to get him done right. I said, the way Tom Cruise portrayed Jack Reacher, amazing. Flawless in the first one. Like, flawless, perfect. Just didn't look the part. So, but now we're getting him. I said, that brings me that brings me joy in this dark time. So and it's he's okay. He's such a good actor. Yeah. He's going to so, beat the crap out of people in that show. Oh, man. So oh, it's going to be good. Back to this show, though. So now we're left with Dove just killing Hawk, essentially. So she's yep. going to have to deal with that. She's going to Yeah, no, she 100% did. She's probably going to die as well. Yeah. There is she's no gonna, Dove without Hawk. No, and she's just, she's surely going to try to kill Red Hood. And that's what that's what Hank said. He goes, there's no, there's no Hawk without Dove. Yeah. Like, if you're going to Dove, I'm going to Hawk. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's fair. So that's going to be brutal. Um, and and you got to hope it goes that way and they don't just try to find another hawk. Because no, I don't won't. want to see another hawk. That'd be awful. Not after um, the way that went. Now we've also got, so we've got Dick now having obviously just seen that happen. Jason's killed someone. Mm-hmm. Essentially. Uh, already killed other people. Can we just talk about how he was doing that, by the way, with the detonators in people's arms and the... Taking mm. their kids and then the bait and switch using a gang and my god, he he thought about this. He did well, he did really well. His strategy is incredible. Um, I love the fighting with him and Nightwing, where he's like, "Oh, Batman or Bruce always said you were better with the toys." Oh, I just great. wish there was more time between him dying and becoming Red Hood. Yeah, we didn't have a time jump. It was really quick. So you got to remember when. In Death in the Family, when Jason dies, he's still a kid. Yeah. Well, he's probably a teenager, let's say. Yeah, when he yeah. comes back as Red Hood, he's, a, he's an adult. So there was no time in between this for him to plan. Like, things have just sort of gone too well. Yeah, see, if they'd killed him, like, halfway through last season, and then you see him come back, in episode two of this season, well, no, you needed still need a time jump. Oh, no, they I should have gone that like five, they should have done like a five like, year jump. He's come back, he's recuperated, and he's planned. Because right now, I can't see how he's recuperated because he still got hit by a crowbar. Because what they could have done, what and what they should have done, is you have Karen Walters play Jason as the teenager version, then recast him. As a as a, a bigger adult, so like he's grown up. Jensen Eccles, <laughs> not tall enough. Still, is he? No. no. I thought he'd look pretty big compared to the others. Still, but see, this is where this is where you want Hank as Red Hood, because that would have <laughs> been why perfect. Him off. That would have been amazing. That that's um, that's who you get to play. Like you you want him, a, a, an actor that looks like that. Yeah, pretty much. Um, hey man, I just look. We'll just recap quickly by saying I'm so on board with this. They're doing so well, but the biggest prop I want to show th- throughout of this is that it looks gorgeous. Mm. Like it is shot differently to how the other two seasons have been shot. Like it, it actually looks physic phys- visually spectacular. It looks like a movie, not like a TV yeah. show. Yeah. That's it doesn't look like they're it. playing around in like, you know, it, it, it's shot really well. So whoever's doing the director of photography in this, they've either stepped up their game or they've got someone new, but it's amazing. Um, 
And I want to give a shout out to Coriander for throwing out the line "Death in the Family" as well. Yeah, great, great little name drop there. No, we're just yeah. dealing with a death in the family. It's like, oh yes, you are. Yes, you are. <laughs> exactly now, what we're dealing with here. I don't know if it's in here, but what we have seen as well, and I, I did, I was going to mention this in the, the show, that we did earlier, but it's just come to my head is that uh, Darcy Montgomery who is, was the Red Ranger in the Power Rangers movie. Yep. Uh, he's in Stranger Things. Yep. He's So he's a pretty big TV actor, I reckon, is what you want to go with for him. And he was very good in Stranger Things. Like, he was one of the best parts of Stranger Things. It was really good. On Instagram, put out a image of Hush this week. Hmm. Right? And okay, I okay. saw that. And thought, man, if they do Hushed in Titans, that'd be really cool. Is he coming across the Titans? I don't know. You know who else? I don't know where they'd be doing Hush. Mr. Taron Edgerton. Yeah? Have you seen the size of that man? (laughs) He's gotten big, has he? No, no, no. I'm I'm not joking here. Like, I will find it on his Instagram and I'll send it to you because he is enormous. But he's short, right? Yeah. He still can't do anything about his height. No, so you cast him as Wolverine. He's back in line for Wolverine. <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, we've gone off Titans here, but don't let that distract from the fact that Titans was really good. Um, we have three episodes in. It looks like they're going a weekly release from now until the end of October to take it to, I think, a full 13 episodes what we're looking at. Yep, 13. Um, so we've got uh, another 10 episodes to go for the, anything like these first three. Strap in because this looks like a hell of a journey. Um, yeah, and you'll be, be joining us here every week for them on the water cooler segments. Yes, you will. So, cheers, join us, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>